Seed to Sound, presented by Banks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Welcome back to Seed to Sound in our Meet the Company series featuring Native Roots. We're back with another Native Roots team member. Today's episode features learning and development specialist Adam Cole. Hey everyone, welcome back to Seed to Sound and our Meet the Company series featuring Native Roots. We're here with Adam Cole. Thank you so much for joining us today, Adam. Thank you for having me, Catherine and Hannah. Pleasure to be here with you guys. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do at Native Roots, and a little bit about what your day-to-day looks like. Sure. Uh, So my formal title at Native Roots is Learning and Development Specialist, which is certainly a mouthful of a title. Uh, But my day-to-day is honestly ever-changing and oftentimes very agile. That being said, you know, our Learning and Development Department is very lean, and essentially it exists as a supporting department to every other department in our organization. So that being said, with us being a lean department, uh, I personally answer to a lot of calls to action. So many days my day-to-day looks like development of educational materials in a variety of spaces. This can be from employee onboarding support, marketing materials, product knowledge, science of cannabis, and the list kind of goes on. Uh, So that's some of the general day-to-day function. I also deliver presentations regularly to a variety of audiences in different venues. So this is including but not limited to law enforcement, cannabis-specific conferences, expos, and also have attended a Vanks career fair or two. Oh, and very nice. Yep, Love to yeah. hear that. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and the primary purpose of that is to just help elevate understanding of our industry and of cannabis in general. Very cool. So prior to our recording, we were talking a little bit more about your role as learning and development specialist, and you talked about one of your main responsibilities being assessing learning needs throughout the company. So can you just tell us what that really means? Yes. So... Great question. And kind of as our company has evolved, so have the learning needs of our organization. So when I first joined Native Roots, it was in 2015. We were approximately 200 employees strong with eight retail locations across the state of Colorado. And at the time, tactical process and compliance training was deemed the most important that we had going on. Uh, But since then, we have evolved a lot. We now have approximately 600 employees. We've got 19 retail storefronts across the state of Colorado, with two more on the horizon in Canada. And as a result, we've grown a lot and so have the needs of our organization. And what I mean by that, well, we've invested a lot of time and resources into employee development over the past year to ensure that our employees are going to be successful both inside or outside of the cannabis industry. So through our evolution as an organization, we have developed a strong company culture. And our service vision is to cultivate a positive experience every time. So this learning not only supports that vision, but also positions our employees for more growth and success. Very cool. And can you just tell us a little bit about the company culture internally at Native Roots? Sure, absolutely. Uh, So essentially, our purpose is to liberate happiness. You know, that's our ultimate goal. And the service vision I stated before is kind of like our road to achieve that ultimate purpose. And that's to cultivate a positive experience every time. Now, that being said, interdepartmental collaboration is absolutely necessary in an organization of our size. We need to remember that retail without production is lacking, as is production without retail. So we want to make sure that we have engaged and positive customer experiences from an internal perspective, but certainly also external, over-the-counter to our customers and our patients. That's fantastic. I think that's so important from companies that do have retail stores to fully understand customer experience as well as employee experience. I think that so many companies lose sight of one or the other. So it's great to see you guys being so successful in both facets. Thank you, Hannah. Heck yeah. So how did you first become interested and involved in the cannabis industry? 
Uh, so this is an, an interesting question, and I'm sure a lot of people find their way to cannabis in a lot of different spaces. For me, I somewhat kind of just fell into the industry, so to speak. Uh, I grew up on the East Coast, and Woo. heck yeah, um, please don't hate me. Uh, but so my wife and I, we moved out here about four years ago, and back on the East Coast, I was selling real estate. And what got us out here, she had a job opportunity that could move us out to Colorado, and I didn't really have a drawn-out plan of attack at the time. I thought, maybe I'll pick up real estate and sell some homes here. Maybe I'll try something new. Uh, so I was a cannabis advocate in the past prior to moving here, and one day went in to shop at a Native Roots, engaged in conversation with the associate working the register that day, let them know I was new to town, and they just immediately prompted me and said, hey, uh, do you have any interest in working in cannabis? I said, I'm not, I'm not averse to it. You know, I'd, I'd like to hear more. They went and grabbed their manager, and this was on a Friday afternoon. I was offered an interview the following Monday, and I started working the following Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. a story. That yeah. was probably not what you expected walking into that dispensary. Uh, it was not, and, <laughs> and it was really unique. You know, I took a very entry-level position. Uh, I was The title at the time was bud tender, and I was in that role for a few months. I got moved up to assistant manager of that storefront location. About six months later, I moved into a corporate training position, which was very heavily involved in new hire orientations. And I've been in my current capacity as an L&D specialist since late 2017. Wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a ride. <laughs> now, as a bud tender, such a huge part of that job is educating the customer and being in tune with their needs and being able to list all of the different terpene profiles and cannabinoids and every single little thing that they could possibly want to know. So how has that process of providing a cannabis education to an individual consumer transferred to your role now to the company as a whole? So in terms of kind of being on that front line and that ground floor position within the company, uh, retail gives you a really great perspective on what the customer interaction looks like. So that being said, I got firsthand experience in that space and learning how to engage with the customer and really ask the appropriate questions to uncover the entire purpose of their visit. You know, what brought them in today? they're saying, oh, I was having a little bit of back pain earlier. I'm looking for something to address that. It's really important that you stand fast and say, okay, repeat what you heard. I hear you're having a little bit of back pain. You know, is there anything else that brought you in today? And you want to kind of hammer that down until you uncover the entire purpose of their visit. And it's not until then that you want to disengage, go grab a couple products, bring them back, and tie them back to the needs that the customer expressed. And I think having that firsthand experience was really beneficial into transitioning over into my current capacity. Because now that, while it's extremely externally focused, having that same interaction on an internal, with an internal lens on is just as important. You want to make sure you're actively listening, repeating back everything that you hear, let them know that you understand what they're looking for. And I think that that has been pretty instrumental in helping me drive in my current role. Absolutely. And that's really fascinating because in, in the same regard, you need to identify needs and communicate and be a good listener in order to provide the customer or the employee the tools that they need to succeed totally. or to finish the purchase. Either yeah. way. So switching gears a little bit, cool. if you had to change careers for one year, what would you do? So if money were no object, 
Money were no object whatsoever. No. Money were no object whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> undoubtedly, I would find myself nestled back into the comfortable place that is academia, and I would be a full-time student. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Love that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I know it sounds super boring, but I've got an affinity for math and numbers, and I would love to take a deep dive into finance and economics. Uh, again, I know that sounds super boring, but no, I would, I would hey, really that's love awesome. that. The fact that you're excited about it makes it that much cooler. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. I, too, yeah. would love to be a yeah. perpetual, eternal cause. Right? Student. How great How great <laughs> would that be? Ever learning. Yeah. Seriously, I feel like my brain's sharper when I'm a student. Right, huge. So you walked into a Native Roots dispensary just kind of probably looking to buy some product, never expecting that you would end up being in the role where you are now. So walking into your first day on the job, what did that look like for you? How did you feel? You know, I was I was pretty excited. Uh, when I first came out here and had that shopping experience, met the manager, had my interview, I learned very quickly that I would be frontline customer engagement regularly, which is not something I'm unfamiliar with. Even coming from real estate, very heavily involved in sales. Uh, I've worked retail positions in the past. So I had a little bit of expectation, you know, of, of what working a cash register looks like. But at the same time, I had never been involved in such an infant industry. And I had a lens on that really was saying, hey, uh, this, is, this potentially is the land of opportunity, and I expected something potentially really great from it. And that has so far come to be true uh, over the past four years. That's awesome. And I think that's kind of unique because a lot of people say, oh, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to be walking into, you know, an empty warehouse with these shady <laughs> yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, but no, the fact that you went into it with such um, such insight about the potential of that, I think, is really awesome. It also helped. Native Roots does have a pretty welcoming and clean cut store experience. So I didn't really have any apprehension over you know, is this going to be kind of that like warehousey or uncomfortable type of feel? I felt comfortable as a customer first walking in. So I felt also like I'd be comfortable being an employee. Definitely. So now can you explain to us the most challenging aspect of your role as learning and development specialist? Yes. So uh, easily the most challenging aspect, and this is true probably not only for my role, but for most roles in the industry, kind of as a nature of being in such a young industry it is rapidly evolving, and that evolution is multifaceted from the regulations to developments in the science to product availability. And with that, it kind of keeps us on our toes with how fast it constantly changes. And while it, sometimes it can be hard to keep up with, it's something that I've learned to really embrace and wrap my arms around because one of our core values at Native Roots is learning. And when learning stops in life, I personally find it to be a true tragedy. Uh, so this industry has helped us constantly engage in that, and it's one of the biggest parts that I love about being a part of the industry. Now, what's some advice that you have for job seekers from a similar background to you who are hoping to enter the industry? So my perspective when I first started kind of looking at cannabis as a land of opportunity, uh, a lot of people liken it to the gold rush once upon a time. And my background was not tailored to cannabis by any means. However, my own track at Native Roots has shown me that hard work, engagement, and dedication are absolutely rewarded and translate to growth. So I think that that potential really exists for anybody who is looking to start a new avenue. Now, what is the biggest myth about cannabis or the industry itself that you'd like to dispel? So you guys have probably heard this in the past, uh, but a big focus of my role, and I shouldn't say a big focus, but a focus of my role is cannabis education, both introductory and advanced. And one of the biggest issues that a lot of researchers have with the way that cannabis is discussed over the counter these days is the binary that indica versus sativa has been bucketed into. And what I mean by that, most customers go into a store, and patients included, 
look at indica as the more relaxing, sedative, maybe going to help me go to sleep at night type of strain, where sativas on the flip side might be a little bit more uplifting and creative, maybe give you a little bit of energy. And unfortunately, this could not be further from the truth. <laughs> and the entire world has been communicating in this fashion for a very long time. And I think it's of human nature. We like things to be easily understandable and digestible. And how great would it be if, oh, indicas are going to be relaxing and maybe a little sedative. And sativas are going to be uplifting and creative. You know, we would love that. But unfortunately, it just is not that simple. So in terms of being able to try and be predictive of the effects that a given strain might actually generate, indica and sativa actually aren't any language that plays into that whatsoever. All indica speaks to is the physical structure of the plant, so broader leaves, more dense nugs and buds. Uh, they typically grow better in colder climates, and they have shorter flowering periods. It's the end of what indica means. Sativa, on the flip side, typically taller in structure, thinner fan leaves, maybe a little bit more wispy or airier bud structure compared to an indica. They grow better in warmer climates, and they have longer flowering periods. So that's all indica and sativa really mean. If we want to start thinking about, well, what type of effect am I going to experience as a result of product consumption XYZ, we need to start looking at the comprehensive cannabinoid and terpene profile of that product. And you can use the term chemotype. Uh, that kind of encompasses both cannabinoids and terpenes. But we really need to be looking at the blend of all of those molecules functioning together to be able to try and in any way be predictive of, was well, this going to be relaxing? Is this going to be creative or uplifting? And in truth, approximately 80% of all cannabis strains would fit into the quote-unquote indica-type effects that most people expect from cannabis today. A uh, majority of cannabis is going to be on that relaxing end of the spectrum. I had no idea, and that is fascinating. Thanks. I'm actually very inspired to create like a very simple infographic solely based on your explanation <laughs> of indica versus sativa. It's, I think we might need to do that. It's a thing. And, and anybody anybody who really knows cannabis out there and dives deep into the science like, oh, no, like we can't be communicating in this fashion anymore. Because imagine somebody who does come in, purchase an indica with the idea that it's going to be relaxing and help them go to sleep. But maybe it has this terpene profile that's going to keep their brain racing and make them stimulated you know it's the exact opposite end of the spectrum of what they were looking for so that can either just be uncomfortable sometimes that can be dangerous for a medical patient so it's something that we need to iron out uh, as the industry starts to grow more all right thank you so much adam for being on seat to sound today we really appreciate your time and check out the rest of the native roots company series heck yeah thank you again both for having me Sound presented by Vangst, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Produced by Hannah Holmgren and Catherine Jamiro. Music by Tyson Weigel. For more information, visit www.blog.vangst.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out a major journey today on all major podcast platforms.